You already know what time it is. It is time for Concepts and Conversations with yours truly, Coach Brian, where we discuss a little bit of life, a little bit of progression, and a little bit of growth. One day, one moment at a time. So today, I want to have a conversation with those who are living single, whether you're living single in Atlanta like me, or whether you're living single in Los Angeles, New York, Dallas, Seattle, Park City, Utah. I just actually just read that uh, (laughs) on somebody's Instagram, didn't know that was a city. Or whether you may be just listening to this here. I want to encourage you as another single that being single is not a bad thing. Sometimes being single allows you the opportunity to catch some things because a relationship, what it does is that it speeds things up. It speeds things up where you begin to start focusing on someone else and you may end up missing out on moments that you need because a lot of times we find someone that we care about, we start sharing things, and then the next thing we do is we start looking at them. We start looking at them for our fulfillment. We start looking at them as the reason why we may get up and look for inspiration. But today, tonight, 314 a.m. on a Sunday morning, February 19th, I want to talk directly to the singles because this is a vital time that you get the opportunity to focus fully on you. Because when the right person comes, you want to be able to have your mind ready and prepared. And so what you do in your singleness is you pay attention to the the cycles, you pay attention to the behaviors, you pay attention to anything that would cause you to wreck somebody else's life. I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to myself because the last couple of months has been very, very interesting where I've had to even look at myself in the mirror and realize that maybe, just maybe, the single life is something that I need to embrace a little bit more than I have. And so what I've had the opportunity to do is I've had the opportunity to really sit down And think about some of the things that I would tell my younger self. If you could tell your younger self something about the relationships that you would go through and they ended, what would you say? So I think what we will do today is we will call this podcast episode a conversation with your younger self. What would you have said to the younger version of you that would have prevented maybe some of the things that happened? What did you not know that you now know? What would you have benefited from had you known? And most of all, what did you learn about the decisions that you made in a relationship? And so what we're going to do, as always, we have a little bit of music that goes on an interlude, give you some things to think about. And then when we come back, we're going to have a conversation with the younger version of you and what you may have learned, courtesy of yours truly. All right, enjoy the music. Is this thing on? (laughs) 
<laughs> Dre, you always playing. Can't take you nowhere. We already know about the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. We already know about the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. I was fighting for the wrong things. Yeah. Giving my attention for the wrong game. Yeah. Focused on the cream like a cow shag. Yeah. But then he put me in my place like I was cold playing. Mm -hmm. 116 for the life code. Life code. 316 changed my life though. Life though. 828 for survival. Yeah. But yeah. on the third day yeah. you went viral. This one my messiah. I will light up like a lighter. Holy Spirit my igniter. Got the blazing like a fire. Uh -huh. Over Jira my provider. He will carry me Mariah. And I'm spitting all this truth because the devil was a liar. Uh. Oh no you thought I was finished. I will never quit. Nope. Been through so much hell. This flow is heaven sent. Yep. I'll be walking in this glory. It's my element. And I will never be defeated or irrelevant. I'm just stating facts, though. We already know about the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. We already know about the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. Yeah. We already know about the outcome. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. We already know about the outcome. I win no matter what, and that's the outcome. You can't call me who I used to be. Yeah. He changed my life with one decision, so get used to me. Yeah. I live for the crowd of one, and ain't no foolery. Uh -huh. And I told him, wipe me down like I was Boosie B. Me down. Yeah. Welcome to the light show. He called me out the darkness with the light, though. Yeah. I'm headed to the hole, call it ISO. With this TNT, we finna go pyro. On a mission with the vision, my priorities are different. I'm equipping with the teachings, about to really bring a shift in. It was written from beginning that his grace will be sufficient. And you know we paid it all, so I ain't have to pay a mission, whoa. It's about to be a big change. big change. I decree it on your life, you're doing big things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm speaking from the king in me. Yeah, that you really got the victory. All right, we are back. So let's get this conversation started. What would I say to the younger Brian? What would I say to him? The first thing that I would tell the younger Brian is feelings are not fact. Oftentimes in our life, we discover how we feel, and that's what we go by. And so for myself, I missed out on numerous opportunities to be better because I depended so much on how I felt. You know, me being a romantic hopeful, I'm not going to say <laughs> hopeless romantic, but me being a romantic hopeful got me in a lot of situations where I did not pay attention to the signs that were put in front of me. Now, when I eventually tell the story about my first love, I'm going to tell you how many things that I actually missed. I'm going to give you what happened to me when I was 12 and what I didn't see and how that was something that had I paid attention to it, I think I would have had a little bit better of a, a time as a teenager, but I spent majority of my time as a teenager in my feelings. And that's something that 
you know, from a romantic standpoint, can be somewhat damaging. You know, we're told, you know, to do certain things. We're told to go out here and live our life. And I did a little bit of living. (laughs) Nothing crazy, but my imagination ran wild. And so the first thing, obviously, I would say, you know, don't trust your feelings. You know, get an understanding, get her a clear um, description of what you like, but don't stay there. Okay, the second thing that I would tell myself is it is okay to move on because the fear of the unknown says that if I move away from this, then that means that I am going to eventually end up missing out. And you don't miss anything that is not for you. You're not going to miss it. If it's not for you, it's not really going to be something that you're going to miss. And so I missed out on, again, having more fun because I thought if my feelings change, then that means that I'm going to be hurting the person that I'm interested in. And quite frankly, if a person is not interested in you, you're not hurting their feelings. They have made it clear that they are not interested in you. And so by you moving on, you're not harming anybody. You're hurting yourself by sitting there and letting it continue when you have the opportunity. The next thing that I would tell my younger self is that you need to enjoy the process. I think I was so fascinated at just what the opportunity could be or what could be that I didn't really take an opportunity to really see, is this something that I would really want to commit myself to? Because I was really at an early age, teenage years, looking to commit to someone long-term. Was looking to lay down my whole life at 15, 16, 17 on the hopes that that would be enough. And quite frankly, feelings and laying down your life for someone who doesn't understand or who may not even have the mental space to understand who you are is crazy. So I'm going to tell you a little story about what I went through. Now, after my first love had, you know, went its separate way, um, I decided that um, I was going to put my focus on someone that I actually saw for the first time when I was in the midst of my first love. And so what happened is I'll take the scene of 1999. 1999, I went to a very well-known youth camp, which I'm still, you know, in contact with many people from that camp. You know, I'll tell you what camp that is. But for those that know, you know, that was a huge part of my life. But um, I saw a young lady that caught my eyes. I mean, I looked and, you know, even though (laughs) I had my heart set in one place, There's nothing like a beautiful distraction. And this young lady was a beautiful distraction. And so during that week, I saw her. And when I got back, I thought about her. 
you know, the thought of her actually almost interrupted my, <laughs> it almost interrupted my thoughts about the one that I claimed to be in love with. And then when the one that I was in love with, when that one ended, shortly thereafter, December of 2000, I'm telling my age, which was the beginning of my senior year, I said to myself, I really want to find out who she was. So apparently, I got over my heartbreak pretty fast um, with the help of the Lord and the help of, you know, some prayers. And I decided that I was going to make a move. And I ended up eventually going to the same church that she attended because we were all in uh, we were all in the same state. You know, I was, she wasn't from another state. I thought she, you know, she was from like, you know, Michigan or, you know, uh, Connecticut. Cause there was a lot of individuals that came from, you know, Michigan and Connecticut and different places like that. But she was from Atlanta and I was like, Oh goodness. And so I found out, you know, where, um, she was going to church and, um, I decided to start going there and I decided, I said, Hey, you know, 17 year old kid, I'm going to make my my uh my steps in her direction and for the whole year almost whole senior year i sat and contemplated of the opportunity that was gonna come even though there was another young lady during my senior year that i did actually try to shoot my shot at and i did something really really crazy really really crazy and i would have got away with it but i did something that got me caught um, I'll tell that story <laughs> another day. I got plenty of stories that's going to have you dropping on the floor about the things that my younger self did. I was so romantic, but I was so, so, so stupid with some of the stuff that I did. I could have been just a perfect romantic genius, but I blew it <laughs> doing stuff I wasn't supposed to. But this particular young lady, for almost my whole senior year, I sat, I wondered, and... I inquired, and to no avail, I ended up missing out on actually having a great senior year as far as, you know, possibly dating somebody else because I was stuck on one young lady. And I wish I could tell the younger me, um, it's not really going to be something that's going to work out in your favor because she really didn't like you. And she didn't. I remember one time, man, I sat on the phone with her, talked to her on the phone, and she said, hold on. And I was on phone for like 30 minutes holding. That's how much I liked her. Now, me being older, if you make me hold longer than two and a half minutes, I am, I'm going to call you back. Or better yet, we're not going to have that conversation. But I was into that young lady. Because the younger version of me had a fascination of what could be. But nobody sat down and told me and said, hey, you can get out here and explore. I think in the space that I am now, I want to take my younger self and shake him up like, man, you wasted all of that time waiting on somebody to give you a chance and you never got your chance. So to the younger 17-year-old Brian, Brian, you should have let that go from the beginning. Yes, she was fine, but you could have did better. You could have did so much better with your life. And then what I would tell to the 
the 19-year-old, the 18 to 19-year-old Brian that happened to just have another crush. Because my my crushes that I had, the deep ones, they went on for years. Like, I didn't entertain nobody. I didn't didn't look at multiple opportunities until I got in my, you know, until I got into my, probably my 30s. So from, let me see, let let me talk to the younger, me having a conversation with the younger Brian. Um, from age 12 to age, let me see, 30, it was some consistent, um, consistent, um, connections that I was wanting to build. So I'll go from 12 until 30. And then when I got to 30, it was like, ooh, we, yeah, you need something different. So from 12 to almost 16, that was one. From 16 after the one that ended at age 12, from age 12 to 16, then from 16 to almost 19, then from 18 going into 20. Uh, 22, then from 20, let me see, 2006. So from 23 until 27, almost 27, then from 27 until almost 30, and then ace 30, the ball finally dropped out of my hand. And I realized, I said, You've wasted so much time. And I would just kick myself because the one really from age 27 to almost 30 really opened my eyes up to the fact that some people really enjoy the the journey of you loving the idea of them. That was a journey in and of itself where I was dealing with somebody and, you know, she was out of town. Um... And I couldn't see, I couldn't see the many things that she was trying to tell me. I couldn't see the dependence on, you know, me to always be available. But then this person would just go and do what they wanted to do. And they would even mention, you know, other opportunities that, you know, were placed in front of them. And me being so much in love, I didn't see it. I didn't care. I was like, well, you know, you, you can talk about it, but I'm going to be there. And I finally woke up. I think it was I finally woke up for real, probably the summer of 2013, which would be the beginning of the last consistent connection that I was pursuing after. And what I opened my eyes to was the fact that you have spent way too much time on one person. You haven't evolved. See, the younger version of me would have spent more time in the books. I would have probably picked a different degree. I probably would have pursued my music a little bit more. I would have spent more time on there instead of spending my time and my thoughts wondering of what could be. So for the ones that are listening, you may have wasted a bunch of your time wondering what could have been between you and this other person. You could be, you know, ready to slap yourself because like, man, I put feelings and emotions and thoughts into someone that really, at the end of the day, was not going to have the capacity to 
handle what I eventually would become. I really wish the younger me would have understand the capacity of what I could be, understand the capacity of how smart I was, understand the capacity of how sharp I was, but I put it to the side because I didn't want to seem like I was overwhelmingly intelligent. I wanted to seem like, hey, I was just one that um, would be loving, but I never really had the opportunity to show the type of person that I was. I always put it to the side. And so I would tell, you know, the younger Brian, listen, don't reduce yourself in order to get to a particular place in trying to impress someone. But put yourself in a position where you can begin to grow. And if they accept you, cool. If they don't, you move on. Because ultimately, you're not going to get everybody's attention. So I want you guys to do this. I want you to, if you're listening, I want you to uh, write down the age that you would love to go back to and have a conversation with and who and how it affected you and what you would have done better. For me, I would have had a conversation with age 18 me, not 12 because, you know, I need to get some stuff out of my system. But age 18, I would have had a conversation with age 18 and I'd say, Brian, go to school, ignore the interest, you know, focus on yourself, and by the time you get 25, you're going to be in a place mentally. I mean, I will consider myself to be a late bloomer. I didn't even progress the way that I could have until I really got closer to my 30s where things started to open up and I started to be able to do some things that I haven't done before. And that is what I would say to the younger me. Now, to the younger you, you could say that I wish I would have spent more time getting closer to people that really cared about me. Or you could say for the ladies, you wish somebody would have pulled you to the side and told you what this person was going to do. Told you this person wasn't going to be faithful to you. Told you that this person didn't have the capacity to be who they said they were going to be. And you sometimes look at those younger years and you realize those help make and develop you, but they could have definitely been avoidable. I definitely could have avoided about three of those heartbreaks, at least three of them. But I was caught up in what could be. Now, when I got to my 30s, I did a little bit of exploring and I started to realize, oh, you got something special. And as I'm coming to the latter half of my 30s, I will say this. I am much more excited for what I am becoming now because those lessons happened when I was younger. I now know how to have a conversation with a young lady. I now know how to handle conversations with a woman. I know how to not be a nuisance. I know how to shut things down. I know how to respectfully walk away. Things that I was, I was younger, I didn't know how to do. I was a geek. I was a nerd. I was smart, 
but I overwhelm myself with the possibility of what could be, hoping that I would be seen, heard, felt, understood. But it didn't happen that way. So this one is going to be a short one. Wanted to just kind of something that came to my mind. A conversation with a younger you. What would you say and what would you do differently if you could look at your younger self and change the course of the history that you've experienced? I know what I would say, but what would you say to the younger you? Think about it. But also think about that the younger you encompass the potential that became you and you're at an even better place than you've ever been because the younger you went through the trenches and you didn't experience some things now that would have probably hurt you had you not experienced it at a younger time frame. This is Coach Brian again signing off. Concepts and conversations. We'll be back at it again real, real soon. So hopefully you have enjoyed. If you're looking to partner with me, reach out to me on www.championshipcaliberconnections.com. I have a variety of services as far as dating, relationship, and even for those that are, you know, that have gotten engaged. And, you know, if you are married, I can also help you. That's one of my desires and one of my specialties to help those who are in relationships and those who have even gotten married to put you in the best position to win because it is a team thing. You cannot do everything on your own. Most of the time you need a partner. And that's where I specialize in partnership development or relational development. You can find me on Facebook under Brian Thomas and on, you can find me on <laughs> Instagram, CoachBT316, TikTok, CoachBT316, or you can reach out to my business number, which is 310-686-6339. That's directly to me. You can reach out to me and say, hey, I'd like to set up a session because I want to get better at relationships. But until then, you have my information. Let me know what I can do to help you progress in relationships and in your life the best way you can. All right, Coach BT signing off. We'll see you again at Concepts and Conversations.